BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury, and I am divorced, not dead. I'm a former Bravo TV star and now former wife. Fresh off the back of my divorce, I'm bringing real stories, real life, real talk on all things that aren't said between each other, society, the sheets, and everything in the middle. And lucky me, you'll be joining me for the journey. So buckle up. So welcome back to another episode of Divorce Not Dead. First of all, we're joined by Colby Rebel, who um, will explain a little bit more exactly what you do, but you're, you're a medium and psychic and energy person. I'm super excited about this. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, I work as a psychic medium. So that means I have the ability to tap into your soul, kind of give you direction, know things that are going on that there's no other logical reason I would understand or know is just being able to tune in and being able to see things coming in for you and then connecting to those loved ones on the other side as well. Okay. Well, I can't tell you because I woke up today. It's been one of those days. Actually, it's one of those weeks, months. And I was like, <laughs> there's a very big end to something coming for me. Well, I want to see if you, what you see in about four days, actually. And I think I woke up with complete panic and anxiety today. And it's so bizarre when I sort of trotted downstairs earlier and I said, who, who, who am I interviewing tonight? And I'm so excited it's you because I think I actually really need you. Yeah, absolutely. So a couple of things that I get around you, Caroline. And one of the things I want to say is, you know, I don't know you, this is our first time meeting. So this is very exciting for me as well. But a couple of things that I keep getting is I definitely feel that you're at a point where we have one door closing and another door opening. So I feel like this is a point where this is a whole new chapter beginning for you. And it's almost like you're about to kind of let a, like a huge load off of your shoulders. So I feel like there's a big load being lifted off of your shoulders. I definitely feel companionship, partnership. I feel like it's being able to trust someone again, which I feel like is really exciting for you. And I feel like it's a sense of starting over in a lot of different ways. It's almost like, I think you had to give yourself permission to start over. And so I feel like right now it's like a whole new journey of starting over personally and professionally. So there's something around your professional field as well, that I feel like it's a whole new chapter there. And this whole new beginning of like, 
success around you, building around you, and without working as hard? Because I feel like you've had to work really hard to kind of get to this point, but I feel like the whole next step is like boom, 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 just super easy for you, and things really start to fall into place for you. Well, please, God, I'm 45. I can't work harder than I do right now, I have to say. <laughs> I do 27 different jobs and I my head is like a Rubik's Cube. That's why I can't even remember my words sometimes because... Yeah, what's really... <laughs> I feel like you have a business that I see expanding, really expanding on a larger scale as well. So it, I think it's going to become very limited into how you work, like people wanting you, I say personally... I feel like that changes. It becomes much more in demand. Like, I feel like you're going to be able to offer a design line or services that are more to the mass, so to speak. So it's not just you personally. It's almost like I see you providing a line for people. So have you started, do you have a business where you're planning on starting a line that is offered to the public? Because that's what I see coming in here. I have a shoe line. Oh, girl, I love me some shoes too. Oh, you have to have a look. (laughs) Just started. But no, I think it's like, you're right. I mean, for me, everything sort of changed in the last year. Well, actually, when I got here, you know, professionally, I sort of, I guess I sort of had to start completely again. And I've been in, I'm finishing in four days. And I can say this because by the time this comes out, it will be over. You know, I'm finishing a eight year lawsuit, which has been insane. So I think I've got complete anxiety of any woman in business. And one day I'd love to be able to talk about it properly because it's just incredible. I think what I've been through going through. But I feel like that's the pressure that I saw being released. So to me, it's this kind of, um, as they say, the monkey on the back, I just feel like, and I feel like something with this lawsuit that you had to stand up for yourself. So I feel like there's something about it. It's like you standing up for yourself and you standing up for what is right. And so then you get to release that pressure, that weight that you've been carrying with it. Okay, well, I hope you see it as in my favor. (laughs) I do feel like it's in your favor. I really do. Yeah, I feel like it's in your favor. But does it also make sense that it's something you have to stand up for for yourself or kind of thousand percent. I've, I've been bullied for too long. So yes, I definitely, I went all the way because I wanted to go all the way. You know, I think a lot of people in these positions and, and as a powerful woman, I think what, what happens with Instagram and social media and all of these things, they sort of look at your charmed life and don't get me wrong. I have a charmed life. You know, we all have it to an extent, a charmed life, but we all have anyone in business or who is successful on any level goes through a certain amount of shit Men at the end of the day, I always laugh because men get to sort of go to work, do their job and come home. Whereas us women, I enlighten what I do now because I I do, you know, I'm sort of a brand ambassador. I have like nine or 10 bosses. Plus I have my own lines. Plus I have all my children. Plus you have to get, you know, the windows cleaned and the house done and we do it all. And we put so much pressure and we have to look amazing. At the same time. <laughs> and we can't age. <laughs> yeah, ever. <laughs> ever. Yeah, but I see this like, A, I see the lawsuit working in your favor. And there, it just creates so much freedom. I think that's the one thing I want to say is that you're going to see that once this is finalized, you're going to see that you were carrying so much weight that you didn't even realize was there. And it is just going to release everything for you. Okay. You're going to be a little tired afterwards. So 
I feel like, you know, it's going to feel exciting. It's going to feel good. Then you're going to have a couple of days where you feel like a truck hit you. You're going to feel very tired, very exhausted, but that's just you kind of purging the last of that energy. It's like you staying strong throughout it. Right. And I feel like you're going to be releasing that. And then after those two days, it's like you feel so amazing and you feel rejuvenated. And I really do feel like it gives you this newfound energy and this newfound passion to get back in there. The shoe line feels to be so good. I feel like that shoe line, though, ends up expanding maybe into other accessories, perhaps handbags or the shoes are one line. And then I see it growing into um, other things as it goes along. But the shoe line feels like it's going to go really, really well and be super exciting and super fun. And I feel like the designs feel to be very classy, but there's, I don't know, there's also e either they have some studs on them. I don't know if it's because I love studs, but I feel like they've got some other design aspects to them that I feel like make them very classy, but also a good vibe to them or, or kind of something very unique to them as well. It's funny, I'm looking at you because you remind me a lot of me as well. Like, I love the way that you're wearing red. I, I really feel like, you know, in what we do day to day, color and, you know, if I'm having a shit day or like I have anxiety or whatever else, I mean, I actually made a vision board. I was going to talk to you about that. I made a vision board just after Christmas, I think. And every single thing on it is happening. It's crazy, right? Yeah. You teach a bit about manifestation and all of that as well. I absolutely do. And I actually teach something called the reality board. So we have the vision board where you're going to kind of take images from magazines and things like that, inspiration, and put it together to visually see. I have a video, it's on YouTube, but it's called the reality board. And it's a little different. Basically what it is, is you can break it down into aspects of your life and you put specific goals on it. For instance, have the lawsuit completed by XYZ or have the lawsuit outcome be in XYZ, certain things. So it kind of creates a more specific outcome. And you will see if you do that, it's even more specific and absolutely happens. It's wild and crazy, but it's very similar to that because what we give energy to, we can create, we can manifest for ourselves. I went upstairs today because it has on it, it has my wedding, I'm getting married. It does say that I'm going to win the lawsuit. So let's see. It's got my podcast, a million downloads. I'm doing, you know, <laughs> over a hundred thousand downloads a month. We passed a million ages ago. Like everything happened. Yeah, it's amazing. And it's really incredible. But again, you also are really in alignment as well. That's why you're manifesting. I want to say kind of so easily. It took a while. I just see a path for you that was just not easy. I kind of have this feeling like you went through a few years where it was really rock bottom, I think emotionally, and you had to just pick yourself up and like you said, be strong, be powerful, put yourself out there. But I feel like you're at a place now where you also weren't going to lie. You were going to be 100% authentic. You were not going to kind of put on a face to what you thought people wanted. You were like, hey, I'm going to walk my walk. 
And I feel like that's where I, you are where you are now. It is so in alignment and it's a voice that needs to be heard. It's a voice that is very powerful, not for women just of our age, but I also think for young women and young people that have also been, I also want to say bullied or judged. I feel like for you, there had to have been something where you were really judged. And I feel like you're on the other side of that. It's funny. I think about it a lot about the way I was brought up because I think in my life, having gone to boarding school from six to 18, that's like being in boot camp. Then you get married where another man takes over. Then, you know, when I started my business and my board members and the people that were investors, there were massive giant men who always knew better. And then the lawsuit with a whole load of men I remember actually, the funny thing is you don't know how strong you are until it hits you. Because I actually spent my birthday this year in court for eight, eight days. And I was looking outside and I was waiting to see the man. And I sat there and I was like, God, I was so scared I was going to burst into tears. But I didn't. I mean, I did before. But like when I got there, I completely changed. I just looked him in the eye the whole time. I was like, that's it. I'm done. You're just not going to win. And and I think, you know, that's where I came to even in my marriage. Not that he was a bully. He was not. But it was like I did what I was expected to do, but I wasn't in the right place. I always knew I wasn't in the right place. It was like I was an actor in my own movie. And I remember Mm -hmm. very well sitting in Thailand at New Year with my best friend looking at the stars and she goes, you're just not in the right place. It just wasn't my life. And I knew it wasn't the life I was supposed to be in. You know, a lot of this, when I was listening even in court to all the things that I'd done in my career, because, you know, the timelines and the business and everything, I was like, this wasn't my law case. This, this is a movie. I can't believe I did all that. I was actually patting myself on the back going, okay, no matter what, I did that. And it's yes. like, you know, because I'd forgotten. And I think sometimes we're not present enough, you know, to see actually what we've done. We're too busy working for the next step. We're too busy yes. working for the next thing that we don't stop to be present in where we are. But I, I do feel like this new partner, though, feels to be someone different. I feel like it's someone you're going to really grow with and grow old with this person. And, and I feel like it's someone that definitely gives you the freedom, also encourages you to be free, encourages you to be the most powerful self you can be. He does. And I think that's another thing, because I always say to myself, the most expensive thing you can ever buy is freedom and the most powerful thing. And that's the most important thing to me more than anything. But I think what the thing about Sergio is that, you know, I have Peter Pan syndrome. I grew up very young. I had a huge um, responsibility all my life. I've always looked after everybody else from my family to everybody. My dad worked for me, for God's sake, for two years or three years. So, you know, everyone's always sort of come to me. And I think now I've got to the point in my life where I want to be a kid again. Obviously I have to, I'm responsible for a lot. I still have to pay for all my bills. I still have to do all this stuff. It's not like I'm like skipping around thinking I'm 12, but at the same time, because the bills aren't going anywhere, as long as I'm paying them, my children are all clothed. Why can't I do naked cartwheels around the garden if I want to? Absolutely. But I do think Sergio does bring that fun into your life. I feel like he does bring in that sense of, listen, I'm going to be the rock. I've got this, but I also want you to play. I also want you to have fun. So it it is that sense of where I do feel like he's strong. I really do. I feel like he's strong for you. He feels like 
He's really going to hold that boundary for you, but also give you that space where you can feel free to play. You can feel free to take chances. And I think you're going to take some chances in business as well. You're going to try some new things. And I feel like they're really going to pay off. I really, really do. I feel like you're able to go, you know what, let me give this a go without it being so concerned and worried. Is it going to work? Am I going to do okay? But I feel like you are going to do okay. And it's really going to be fun to really practice and try these new things as well. Isn't that crazy? You know, the craziest part is like when I got divorced and other people ask me, you know, I think the biggest concern is always like, am I going to be able to afford my life? Am I going to be able to do this on my own? You know, um, and a lot of people stay in marriages for financial reasons rather than love or anything else. And lots of people I know, by the way, stay in marriages and then just do their own thing. That wasn't going to be enough for me. But funnily enough, I've taken more chances in the last year in business than I did when I was married with a stable husband who I knew that if the shit really hit the fan could bail me out. And I've actually got no one to bail me out right now. And I'm literally taking the biggest chances of my life because in my head, I'm like, it's now or fucking never. Yeah, absolutely. But you're going to see it. I just feel like it's, it's going to expand and grow. I just feel like financially and on a success level, it's like you're, you're at this level and it's just going to skyrocket. I think it was on your vision board, right? Did you have something about money on the vision board or this whole, it's like, everywhere. Okay. Cause that's what they <laughs> just showed everywhere. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, oh, wait a second. I think that's, that was on her vision board. Yeah. Yes, it was. So absolutely. I mean, I think it's so funny as well, because when you're going through things like this and I'm always looking for signs, I feel like you, you know what I did this morning? So I had my panic attack, anxiety. I've only got five days to go. And I called my girlfriend actually who built all this. And I said, you know, I'm so nervous. I've got anxiety. What do I do? And she just wrote back, it's going to be fucking amazing. Then I was like, okay. Then I had this really odd feeling like in the pit of my stomach, I felt sick as a dog because I'd seen this puppy the other day and it was the exact puppy that I had when I was a little girl. It was my first ever dog that my mum bought me. And they brought it round to the house and I said, no, no, I can't have another dog. So I said, absolutely not. Three days later, I woke up, bolt up, right. Feeling sick this morning. Going, I, ha- I should have taken the dog. It was my, it's a sign. So I called the breeder, uh, the, the woman, they're not breeder, they're, she, their adoption. I called her up and I said, um, is, is he still there? Or is he gone? And she said, he's still here and I'm picking him up tomorrow. Yeah, see? Yeah, what happens is that was a moment though where it was your logical mind telling you no. The universe is giving you this sign, letting you know. And you said, right, it's even interesting because even earlier you said, full circle. And that puppy is full circle. And it is that sign. And it's going to be fine having this dog. It's going to be amazing. But it is that that logical mind. And that's what we do, right? Caroline, our logical mind wants to shut things down sometimes. No, 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 no. But we just have to relax and go, wait a second, I can do this. Or why is this coming to me? And when we believe in it and we see it, That's when we get through the next level, when we break through the fear that tells us no. Well, I mean, I did that whole thing with Sergio. Everyone told me no, can't work, 18 years difference. You're out of your mind and never work. He'll be gone in a minute. He's going to meet a younger girl. And then I'm like, no, no, no. And then I'm like, you know what? Who cares? Come on then. And we're still here. And now we're getting married. So I was looking at that this morning. Then I rang another guy 
who's an, a psychic friend of mine. He's on he's on TVs in England. And I said, you know, I need to, and I staged my room. And then I was given you. I had no idea you were coming on today. <laughs> yeah, that weird? absolutely. I really do feel like it's one thing after the other of the universe letting you know, wait a second, you're okay. Everything's going to be okay. It's not even just that it's going to be okay. It's going to be amazing. I just keep seeing whole next level, whole next level with everything. And it's about you embracing it. And it's not even just about the lawsuit, even though I know that's a lot of anxiety there for you. It really is so much more than that. It really is really this situation where this is the final step in taking back your life. This lawsuit ending is the final piece in you 100% taking back your life. Oh my God, that's exactly it. After this, there is no one left that can tell me what to do anymore. Yeah. Absolutely no one. Because it's always that feeling, I don't know if anyone else out there, I'm sure you all have, have at some time or another been through a lawsuit where on a Friday you get that shitty letter from the lawyers and your heart sort of goes in. And I'll tell you what my dad did. He was genius. He, he was always like, don't read them and I'll let you know if there's something you really need to know. So that yeah. really helped. But, you know, I won't have that again. You know, win or lose, I won't have that. I remember, you know, like with my ex-husband, again, we had a a bit of a relationship where like, I'm very different. I would like to go out and let loose and, you know, maybe I came home too late and I I remember sort of sneaking up the stairs like a naughty schoolgirl. I don't have to do that anymore. You know, I've got no one to answer to. I'm actually at 45 an adult. Well, not really, but. (laughs) At 45 though, you are free. Yeah. And I think that's what it is at 45. 45 and finally free. That should be the name of your book. <laughs> oh my God, it should. Write that down, Karen. 45 and free. <laughs> free of everyone. It's really, um, even now though, you're still really balancing everything, but it feels easier to balance. I feel like having the kids, having the pets, having the relationship, the business empire, it's like, yeah, you have all these moving pieces, but I also feel like you're enjoying your life so much more than you have in, in the longest time. And it is about just surrendering. Also, one other thing is letting Sergio step in the way he wants to, because I really feel like he's so much more of an old soul. And I think that that's what people didn't get about him because he's younger. I feel like he's the younger one. Am I right? He's much younger, but he's much older than me. He's definitely he's more mature than me. I don't, yeah, totally old soul. And I do believe in past lives. Um, I actually went to see someone and they said that, you know, I really struggled in my past life, which is why I'm so driven now. But I see it in Sergio because the stuff that he's, I mean, his mates, are all in nightclubs. I take Sergio to a nightclub and he's, you know, he's, he's just ready to go. Yeah. But I feel like one of the things with him is he's there to hold this space for you. It's like, he can absolutely hold the space. He doesn't need to be the center of attention. He doesn't need to attract anyone. Like he's just 100% comfortable in holding the space to allow you to be free, to have fun, to really be who you are and then hold you and bring you back. (laughs) 
Yeah, definitely. He lets me say whatever I want. And I think I've always had that as well. Like, you know, someone look at me with like eyes if I said the wrong thing at a dinner or, you know, made a mistake or told an inappropriate joke, which I always do. Whereas, you know, he kind of just laughs it off. Like I posted this thing today because I was getting a puppy, right? And I knew he didn't want another puppy. So I called him up. I mean, text him and I went, darling, I've got really bad news. Please don't be upset. And he goes, what? And I said, I'm having an affair. And he goes, oh my God, oh my God. And then I go, no, no, it's okay. I got a puppy. And he was like, (laughs) and then then he was all happy again. And I was like, there you go. And that's how you do it. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. You give him worst case scenario and then break it. It's just a puppy, just a sweet puppy. No affair. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Caroline's life lessons. There you go. (laughs) Easy breezy, right? There you go. But I really feel like it's going to be an amazing wedding. I, I, I just feel like this wedding, the wedding feels like it's going to be a lot of fun. I feel like it's, you're not worried about the pretenses. You're not worried about the rules. I feel like it's going to be a lot of fun. And I feel like the people going or invited are people that have had an impact on your life. Like, I feel like it's not just, Oh, I have to invite X, Y, Z. I feel like it's very much look, I want to bring people who mean something, who have been there on the journey, who have been a part of this. And I feel like those are the people showing up for this. A thousand percent. I think the first time around, I had so many people I didn't know or didn't care about in the end or whatever else. And I'm, I'm sick of pleasing everybody else. I always feel comfort in speaking to someone like yourself when I'm going through things like this, because I'm not a religious woman at all. You know, I believe that everybody believes in something, but you know, yeah, it's the same thing. We all need something, but I do love going to somebody like yourself just for reassurance and just to know you're on the right track. And, you know, I just, it makes me feel so much better. It's really fun because it's just one of those things where I'm so passionate about my clients. I'm so passionate about helping them. And it's so incredible, the things that you do see and that you get that is really kind of fun and interesting. How do people find you? And then what place in their life are they? Like me, is it, you know, because there's a catalyst, they're getting divorced or a death, or is it just people just find you for general, you know, guidance? Well, a lot of people find me right when they're at a crossroads. So a lot of times someone's at a crossroads and you know, maybe it's a big life decision. Maybe it's at a place where they want to make sure they're on the right path. Or a lot of times they're not feeling in alignment and they're not even a hundred percent sure why. So having a session with me helps them go, you know what? Yeah, I haven't been happy in my career. I haven't been happy in my relationship. And it just helps give them that direction and that clarity. What's the difference between someone like yourself and a life coach then? In a lot of ways, what I do is life coaching, right? But I feel like a life coach is technically someone who has a more practical plan for someone. So they're not really tuning into the person. They're really going on what the person is saying. Whereas I'm tuning into you and I can tell from your higher self and your soul, are you being truthful with yourself? Are you really happy or do we need to dive in deeper? And I can also tune in to see what is going to make you happier or is this relationship really going to work for you? Do you and use cards as well? or is it No, just, I don't. No. You know, a lot of people do. I've really been aware of my gifts since the age of four. 
And I just no use it. I've used it. Yeah, I've used it my whole life. Even when I didn't realize I was using it all through college and every, I mean, it's unbelievable. What made you find out? Initially, you mean the initial experience yeah. was my grandfather. How do you find out at four you have some, you have this gift? Yeah, I, it was my grandfather came to me. My grandfather had passed away and he came to me from the other side and talked to me. And then it was so real. It was such a real experience. And then he said, go, get out of bed and go tell mommy what I said. So I did. I got out of bed and I told her and I remember her like starting to cry and I couldn't understand why she would be sad. This was really exciting. This was really fun. He's okay. And it was not until later that I had learned he had just passed like a week before that. And I, you know, my family didn't tell us we were too young. And I think ever since that point, and I would say crazy things to my mom. I mean, it would scare her to death. (laughs) I mean, I, even now, I mean, she loves it and she's very open to it. And she now has her experiences, which are really fun. But honestly, when things get too kind of woo woo on her, she gets a little like, kind of like, okay, that's freaky. Knock it off. (laughs) You see dead people or you just hear them? I mostly hear them now. I used to see them all the time, but because I think I do this professionally, I now mostly hear them or I get an impression of them. I get goosebumps. I have goosebumps now, but there really is that sense that they are around us. Every once in a while, I'll get a flash of someone but they won't stay there. They won't stay there standing by someone, not in my physical eye as much, but I can see them within my mind's eye. So it's kind of like in that place of our imagination, but they're very real. They'll give me an impression of who they are, what their personality like, or what they may have looked like, but it's really crazy and fun. I remember just little things though. I, you know, sometimes not intentionally, Caroline, but I tend to kind of ruin proposals. Um, not intentionally, <laughs> but one time I was at a wine tasting. It was outdoors. It was beautiful. And they had some vendors there. And as a lady that was a, a candle vendor, she was selling some candles. And I walked up and I said, oh, my goodness, listen, I'm, I really feel like you got to get your nails done. Her nail polish was chipped. And I said, I really feel like you've got to get your nails done because I feel like this boyfriend of yours is going to propose. And I feel like, I feel like it's any day now, like this weekend or something. And she just looks at me and she's like, oh my God, my birthday is this weekend. And I said, I don't want to ruin anything. And I don't want to, you know, if I'm wrong, I don't want to get you disappointed, but I just feel like he's going to propose. So get those nails done. And I said, you didn't have to tell me if he did. I have a picture and I did a post on it. I am, it's not even on my Instagram. I am not kidding. This man took her on a a, a hike and proposed. And it was that weekend. It was that birthday weekend. Thank God she got her nails. (laughs) Amazing. I love that. Was it always what you wanted to do? Oh God, no. Caroline, I did taxes. I was a tax accountant for years. I mean, I, there is no way I thought I was supposed to do this with my life. There is no way I thought I was supposed to do this. I I thought everybody was walking around telling people, (laughs) but it was been about eight, almost nine years now that I've been doing this professionally. And 
I felt really empty. I felt that I was going to have a nervous breakdown. Something was just spirit was saying, Hey, it's time to do this. Hey, there's something more. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, are you kidding? Like people are going to think I'm crazy. I'm not doing that. And I just had to get out of my own way. And I've written three books in eight years. Uh, you know, I teach around the world. I've had the honor and privilege of working with and alongside some of the absolute world's best psychic and medium, just the world's best. And here I am with them and doing events. Like it's crazy. I have a podcast. I mean, all of it is crazy, but it's also the most wonderful, wonderful experience. So I think if there's any advice I have for anyone is don't be afraid to take chances. Don't be afraid to walk your path. And yeah, it's going to be scary. Yeah. You're not going to know, but you know, you're going to be free. Like you mentioned, and you're going to be in alignment. And once you are, and once you're listening to it, and once you're in the pulse of it, it's just success. I mean, it's success, whether that's financial alignment, joy, relationship, you got to go for it. You do. I can't say enough how much I've changed. Um, and I actually, a lot of people got to see it because of, I, obviously I was on TV for four years. So I get so many messages going, I don't even recognize the woman you are today in yeah. a very nice way. Cause I'm so much more relaxed. I was so uptight because I was fighting my inner self, telling myself I was meant to be here when I wasn't meant to be here. And then you'd feel trapped because you've got kids and you can't, it's very hard to move when you've got children and a family. You don't want to be the person that does that. Yeah. And, you know, and I think once you make all these decisions for yourself, it's the most freeing thing that actually, you're right, everything else flows, even the scary stuff. And actually, when I was in my sort of breakdown this morning, I was talking to a friend of mine and he sort of looked at me, you know, I was, he was going, what is it that scares you? He goes, nothing changes for you. You know, even the worst outcome, you will be fine. And I was like, oh, you know, and there's no point worrying about it. Yeah. And it's also like, once you remember that you are protected by the universe, you're protected by spirit, they do have your back. Even if you don't understand what's going on in the moment, when you fully trust them and say, look, I, I got to just trust it really, that in itself will free you because you can't control, you can't control everything. You can't. And we all try. And I think that's the problem. I think we're so used to sort of making this perfect everything around us, house and environment and trying to just make everything perfect for everybody. And you've got to, you've just got to let go sometimes and understand things just don't always work out. I always say, you know, when you see somebody come to you and they ask for business advice and they have this sort of straight trajectory of the way they think it's going to go, I kind of, you know, stifle a giggle and go, yeah, good luck with that. Cause you're going to be on a loop to loop roller coaster for the rest of yeah. your life. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. Everyone thinks it's going to be smooth sailing. They think that they have their plan. It's all just going to work out. And it's like, um, no, <laughs> no, but the more chances you take. And when I say that, let me explain, because I think it's important is what happens is you'll get a nudge. Let's just use Sergio, for example, if we can, but you know, when you started to see him, I mean, I have not met him, but I can just tell he's so obviously an old soul, but just so kind of charming and fun. And I really think he makes you laugh, which is really great. 
But I feel like, you know, again, you were first starting to see him and then you have other people saying it can't work. It can't work. However, you could listen to them. And it's not even something that, you know, it was going to work. Like you didn't really know, but you had a nudge. There was something, a nudge saying, don't give up or stay in it. There's something deeper. Like there's just this inner nudge. And that's what we have to listen to. And I think I took this different role, which is, you know, I think what we all do as women is go, we take the route that you think is going to last the longest, right? My point to everyone was, well, I've been with him two and a half years now. I mean, if he lasts another two and a half years or 10 years, that was a great relationship regardless. Why does he have to be with me till I'm 80 for it to be a relationship? You know, it doesn't. And when you stop, stop putting these parameters around yourself that, you know, things, milestones that you have to get to and that it's better to stay with your ex-husband um, in a okay, you know, relationship and never, you know, feel the joy that I felt in the last whatever, again, to get to 80, because that's where you're meant to get to then, you know, because that's the safe way, because he won't leave you because he's attached to you with the kids and the everything else, but he may not even really like you, but he just has to be there. Whereas, you know, you, you can take this thing where it may be amazing, but it, you know, it may not work out, but that's all right. So I lay in bed for a long time going, well, what would being alone look like? And then I realized being alone wouldn't look that bad because I'd still yeah. be free. It's that sense where you had to take that chance though. And a lot of people don't when they're looking at it, like you said, especially financially, if they can't support themselves financially, they will stay in a relationship where they're not in love with the person, right? And they're willing to sacrifice their own love. They're, they're willing to sacrifice their own potential partner, future partner, and that's fulfillment in order to stay safe. We, we try too hard to stay safe. And you have to kind of break free from it. You have to be willing to start over. And when you start over, you have a clean slate, but now you can create anything you want And I really do feel like doing that, having that courage, like doesn't mean the fear is not there, but it's having more courage than having fear. And that's all it is. So when you're stuck and when you're worried, it's saying, look, I'm allowed to be afraid. I just have to have more courage than fear in this moment. And self-belief. I think, you know, sometimes I'm petrified because I'm still, I'm building my company again and then I'm going, oh my God. But then, you know, even doing stuff like this, I put myself so far out there. But, you know, at the end, the reward people is so much bigger. And so I'm, you know, I'm so happy I met you and like, you can see good things for me because it's exactly, I feel I'm going to bed with a new spring in my step. And every hour of every day is a new day and a new hour. And I want to tell people that are in feeling like you're in the hole and it's the end. It's so weird in a split second, everything can change. But also it's the outlook. So as you have the next four or five days, you know, you did your vision board. I want you to do vision exercises. So, you know, I know you're really busy. You have a lot of responsibilities, but just even if you just take five minutes each day and just close your eyes and envision a positive outcome, envision what it's going to look like, envision working for the highest good. And that I really do feel like is just going to help you as well. We want to give it that positive energy 
and not all the negative Nelly. We call it negative Nelly. I don't know if you have that saying, negative Nelly. We don't want to be a negative Nelly because again, we can do that too easily. And then we end up manifesting that. I'm manifesting the right outcome. Yeah. So thank you so much, Colby. I've really Absolutely. enjoyed this. I have to get you back on again. I love stuff like this. You've been amazing. And I know, I think we've got a code. You're giving us a code for your. Yes, it's DND10, capital DND10. And any listener who wants to book a session, 10% off. And the sessions are fantastic because you can now do them on Zoom. Um, if they're in the US, I can do them phone. But if they're in LA, we can do in person. But Zoom is fantastic. There's no difference in the session, whether it's Zoom, phone, in person. The connection is the same. And the Zooms have been fantastic. I have clients around the world. So it's really, really fun to see everyone. Oh, that's amazing. I might have to book one myself and come in privately. I would love yeah, to. Yeah, it would be great. Absolutely. Yeah, it would be fantastic. Thank you. I'm sorry if I use this a bit of my own therapy session, but it's been really helpful. <laughs> oh, it's, it's really good. And I also, you know, I just think too, putting this lawsuit to bed, I can't begin to tell you how it changes the trajectory of your life. There's a whole new level that you're about to get into. I can't even begin to tell you how like incredibly successful it's going to be, but also more joyful for you. I'm really excited. You've made me really excited for my future. So thank you. You're welcome. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Divorce Not Dead. Tune in next Wednesday for a new episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review. We'd love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at, at Caroline Stanbury for all the behind the scene action. 